the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I loved hearing that Liz Cheney got smoked last night in the Wyoming primary. And Lisa Murkowski didn't win by much in the Republican Senate primary. Uh, They do their primaries in Alaska a little bit different. They take the top four vote-getters regardless of party. They throw Republicans and Democrats in the same primary election. Then they take the top four to the general election. And so... Lisa Murkowski will face in the general election the number two finisher in the primary who is a Republican backed by Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump has a pretty good record when it comes to endorsing candidates in the primaries. With Cheney getting beat, Trump is now 161 and 9 in people that he endorsed. Okay, so Liz Cheney discussed this. Last night, after comparing herself to Abraham Lincoln and Ulysses S. Grant, Liz, yes, I know, Liz Cheney uh, talked about Donald Trump's outsized influence in and on the Republican Party. We've now got uh, one major political party, my party, uh, which has really become uh, a cult of personality. And we've got to get this party back to a place where we're embracing the values and the principles on which it was founded. Okay, so is that true? I was having a long conversation about this today with a coworker. And he's nervous about the impact of Trump on the party. Now, I've said before, I would like Trump to take the victory lap he earned, he earned by appointing Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Coney Barrett to the bench by getting rid of Roe versus Wade. That is Trump's legacy. Sorry, Merrick Garland, you can search Miralago You can search Mirror Lake. You can search anywhere you want to. You're not taking Donald Trump's legacy as the guy who got rid of Roe versus Wade away from him. The historians will note that that is 100% driven by Donald Trump's presidency. 100%. No amount of sweet-faced looking people like the little girl you see pictured in the dispatch today. Oh, out in nature. She looks so harmless. Leah Malinos is her name. She works as a patient navigator. For Planned Parenthood of Greater Ohio, Leah Malinos. Yeah, she looks like a kid who could be riding her bike down the street. She looks like a teenager you'd hire to be your babysitter, except don't hire Leah Malinos as your babysitter because Leah Malinos would like to kill your baby, at least if it's in the womb of an expectant mother, because her job with Planned Parenthood of Ohio is to contravene Ohio law to get people who have a baby whose heartbeat has been detected into other states so that baby can be dismembered or chemically killed. That is her job. 
threw her beautiful smile out amid nature, wherever that picture was taken. Now you might say, wow, Bruce, that's really harsh. Okay, maybe it is. But you know what? That is why. That is why. We needed a president like Donald Trump. Because we had presidents who we liked. We had Reagan. We had Bush. You might have even liked the first Bush. But none of them got it done. You know why we have John Roberts as our namby-pamby, wishy-washy Supreme Court Chief Justice? Because he was appointed by George W. Bush. George W. Bush. Ronald Reagan appointed Sandra Day O'Connor. Her record on life wasn't exactly stellar either. So, Liz Cheney can gripe about cult of personality, and friends of mine can talk about Trump making them nervous. He makes me nervous only in I'm afraid if he runs, he won't win because he aggravates and awakens the enemy. I think Donald Trump's legacy, if I could order it off a menu, would be that he ended abortion and that he provided a template, a template for people like Ron DeSantis, Tom Cotton, Josh Hawley, let's hope J.D. Vance, Blake Masters, and others on the fact that this is one very consequential fight that we are in in our country. It is not really time for reaching across the aisle and finding a common ground. I find no common ground, none, zero, zip, with people who want to kill babies in a mother's womb. I find no common ground with people who would allow men to participate in women's sports. I find no common ground with people who think it's fantastic that teachers at Olentangy and Dublin and Hilliard and other districts in our area cover their walls of their classroom with LGBTQ flags. I find no common ground. And the reason I find no common ground is because those agendas and many others are extremely damaging, not just to me, and not just to you, I would argue they are less damaging to me and to you because we know who we are, we know what we believe, and we know why we believe it. You know who they are damaging to? Those agendas are damaging to the people who are trapped by them, who are imprisoned in them. That's who those agendas are damaging to. And as someone who has been forgiven of much by the blood of Christ at the cross, it is my duty to show others who do not know that peace and do not know that forgiveness. It is my duty to advocate for it in every form. And it is also my duty to call to arms, if you will, not literally, but figuratively, those who actually share the viewpoint that boys shouldn't be playing girls' sports, that babies shouldn't be aborted in the womb, that our southern border shouldn't be open for admission to who knows who from who knows where. It is my duty to awaken those people who actually believe that, but who are afraid to say that and afraid to take a stand. 
because I believe this fight we're in is a fight for the soul and the future of the country that my parents' generation left me. And I would dearly love to leave that country to my kids and to their grandkids. But right now, if you think we are on a track where that kind of country will be left for your children or your children's children, you are delusional. If you think that is where we are headed as a country, if you just stand on the sidelines and wish things would change, but won't do anything to change them, won't take a stand, won't say no, won't say this is wrong. I believe that with every fiber of my being, and it's what drives me to either here or in any other endeavor that I'm involved in, use my gifts to try to get people to understand the gravity of this battle. Because it is beyond my ability to comprehend how somebody could watch what our country is becoming, or the President of the United States can stare into the camera and yell at you and lie to you, and you think, ah, it's kind of harmless, he's an old man, he'll get voted out and things will change. No, they won't. No, they won't. You know, Neville Chamberlain had this attitude as the Prime Minister of Great Britain during World War II, and Franklin Roosevelt, and a lot of politicians in this country had that attitude, too, until December 7th, 1941, when we no longer could stand on the sidelines and watch because the evil threatened to overwhelm us. And while we don't have the left dropping bombs on us like the Japanese did at Pearl Harbor, it's pretty obvious to me that they would if they could or if they felt like it was the only way to accomplish their tasks. And the stuff they're already doing in our schools, in entertainment, in media, in medicine... Carving healthy body parts off kids because kids feel like they're not the sex they were born and adults are sanctioning that? If you think that's not a consequential battle, wake up! Final segment of the show. I just want to build on what I was talking about in the last segment. The essential nature of getting involved in this culture war. I believe it is the right thing for authentic Bible-believing churches to do because we are, or should be, first and foremost, about standing for truth. Truth comes from God. Truth does not come from personal opinion. Anytime you hear the phrase, my truth, you know it's a lie. My truth is opinion. The truth comes only from God. He has all authority in heaven and on earth, everywhere. All authority. All. And so, I'm inspired by people who get that. And I've told you before, some of the people who inspire me the most are the moms from Columbus Academy who pulled their kids out of the school, had to deal with the fallout of that, the bullying, the angry looks, the whispers, had to form new friendships. It's been a while since they've done it, and it's extremely gratifying for me to hear where they are now on the other side of the worst of that now that they have a new mission, Columbus Classical Academy, which will start 
in the fall of 2023. And one of the moms gave me a very simple answer one time when I said, why were you willing to do all this? Why were you willing to make all these sacrifices? And she said, we're doing it for our kids. And I was like, well, duh, Bruce. How could you even ask that? Of course they're doing it for their kids. And there are so many things about these culture wars that we should be doing because of our kids. The people who have the trans flags and the LGBTQ flags, they're not doing it for the kids. They're doing it for them. They're doing it for themselves. They're trying to raise a generation of kids who, having been indoctrinated into their twisted and evil approach to life, into their rampant immorality, will then approve of their immorality and not push back against it like we are. And so that is why they're doing it. They're not doing it for the kids. They're doing it for themselves. But you can't win some of these fights on spiritual matters. I get that. You have to win it on logic and science. And so it's instructive to realize that over in Sweden and in Finland, where they used to do gender reassignment surgeries on minors, where they used to give puberty-blocking drugs to minors, they no longer do it. They have outlawed it. They have stopped doing it. Because over there, it's a scientifically driven decision to stop that butchery. And over here, it's totally ideological. You know it's totally ideological because in what other medical situation do we have the attitude of affirming whatever the patient says? Do we have cancer-affirming doctors? Hi, doc. I think I have cancer. Could I have chemo? I'm sorry, we'd like to do a blood test to see if your enzymes are high. No, no, no need. I feel I have cancer, therefore I must have cancer. But we do that with gender-affirming things. Hi, I'm a 12-year-old, and I think I'm a boy. And the doctor won't even say, "Uh, well, you're a girl. The doctor won't even say that. They'll say, well, then you're a girl. Then you're a boy, I mean. Okay, whatever you think you are, you are. This is nuts. And that's a kind way to say it. It's really twisted, demonic, and demented. And that's why I'm such a big supporter of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, because Ron DeSantis knows how to use his power to get legislative things done. He's not a blind guy swinging an axe, a blindfolded guy swinging an axe. He's a targeted, (laughs) focused legislator. Ron DeSantis has a Florida law where it criminalizes giving puberty blockers and doing gender reassignment surgery, and he allows for the people who have been victimized by that malpractice of medicine to sue the doctors who did it to them. Here's Ron DeSantis talking about what he learned from the Sweden and Finland studies. These European countries, you know, they're basically secular, more liberal democracies than than we are. But yet the medical profession has not been uh, kind of taken over by ideology and partisanship the way it has in the United States. So if you looked at Sweden and some of these countries, how they handled COVID, it was evidence based. And you see the same thing with this. They did go down the road of trying to do and, and they'll call it gender affirming care. But you're giving people very young kids puberty blockers. You're doing sex change operations that are irreversible on them. And what they found was like this was very, very damaging. 
And so they don't do it anymore. Now think of how stupid this is. In the United States of America, where you're not old enough to get a tattoo without your parents' approval, you're not old enough to rent a car, but you're old enough to say you want your breast chopped off or you want the skin peeled off your arm so that you can have a surgeon fashion a fake sexual organ? That's why I say it's evil. I'm not going to mince words on it. It is evil. Ron DeSantis making a point about these kinds of feelings in kids. Very often, all you need to do is wait and the problem goes away. Over 80% of the dysphoria that young people have resolves itself by the time they get older. Why would you disfigure these kids knowing the harm that that could do in the future? And so the science on this is incredibly weak to justify being able to do it. And yet we have people testifying at our Board of Medicine hearing who went through these procedures and regret it and talk about how damaging it's been. And so our view is in the state of Florida, if you're 14 years old, you cannot go and get a tattoo in the state of Florida. Why should you be able to go, and the left wants you to be able to do this without parent permission, why would you be able to go take your, have, have someone take your private parts away? Now, I thought it was malpractice to take away a functioning organ there was nothing wrong with and throw it in a scrap bucket in a surgical room. It should be. And this has compromised the way people think about doctors. And it should compromise them if doctors are willing to do this. It just doesn't make sense, and it's not justified by the science. And so we put a lot of science in, showed what the studies showed, and particularly in Europe, they're following the science. In the United States, it's being driven by ideology. So here we are putting our foot down. I think woke medicine is a huge threat. Uh, to 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 our social well-being because people are not going to trust these people uh, going forward. Yeah, and you have to be able to trust doctors. You have to be able to trust your public health professionals. The one takeaway, the one major takeaway from COVID is that another institution, yet another institution that we need to be able to rely on has proven itself untrustworthy. How many institutions fall into that basket now? The news media? Yes. Higher education? Yes. Law enforcement at the federal level? Yes. And if you put medicine, health care, into that, into that basket of institutions that, when functioning as designed, differentiate America from other less prosperous countries... If we lose health care, like we've lost media, like we've lost education, like we've lost equal protection under the law, well, it makes the survival of this country and its ideals even more difficult. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.